to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, you know, we're this is the day of. So we're talking about this in a way that is topical today. Well, oh, okay. It won't be topical in the feed. Sure. By the time you see this in the feed, the yeah, time yeah. will have passed. But, but sure almost, almost like a prank. <laughs> Well, I still think last year was our ultimate prank when we talked about April Fool's Day at the end of the month. We waited till mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like April 28th that we finally talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's also say, too, we're in, we're, I almost said we're in Denver. We are not still in Denver. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. By the time this comes out, we are in Batavia, Illinois. So we are recording in a hotel, looking into each other's just cold, dead eyes. I mean, I'm not looking at you. You you literally were until I said we were looking at each other, and then you quickly diverted your eyes. I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's how uncomfortable he is with intimacy with me. Look at Ugh, me. Look I'm, at me, Joshua. Joshua. Look at me, Joshua. So, today, Josh, look at me. I planned on having a Looking at me? Yes, you did. Kind of like <laughs> last year. <laughs> with... Uh, you know what? What's a a general office or maybe like between good friends prank you've experienced? Um, Anything since we last talked in the year past? I'm trying to think of what we haven't already talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. No one's ever done like an elaborate prank to me, and I don't. I don't know why. Maybe I just don't have that close of friends. I don't. <laughs> But no, I've I've never had that. I've like I'm, I mean like when Jess gets a chance, she likes to scare me. So that happens sometimes. And you know I'm not the most scarable person, but when you get me, oh you get me. Yeah. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of swearing and going whoo. <laughs> Which by the way, I love doing that in a hotel room. Yeah. I heard how loud it was. Mm-hmm. How about you? Have you been? You know I've I've been fortunate enough at least that I can recall in this moment to not yeah. have experienced something so horrific right uh to be memorable right now oh good yeah well thanks for listening everybody well <laughs> i came prepared i know i'm fucking with you <laughs> i just the way you set it up i assumed it was setting up that you getting pranked but yeah um so this is basically uh, one that I think deserves mention. Okay. But is not wholly original. Okay. Um, is this one you've read about or something? Or No, no, no. So, I <laughs> I don't think I mentioned this one last year. <laughs> okay. And it's a, a buddy of mine from Louisiana. Sure. Um, for April 1st, which he did not realize was April 1st because he was awoken for this prank. And mm-hmm. didn't have a chance to get oriented with the day, yeah. you know? Uh, didn't have a chance to look at the feeds on Twitter or Instagram and be like, oh, yeah, it is April Fool's. Because if so, he might be prepared. Right, yeah. But we talked about it last night, and we both were just like, don't trust anything you read tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, what I can only call assailant in the... <laughs> <laughs> In the prank, made sure to wake him up and keep him fully unaware of the day. Smart move. Smart move. Get out ahead of it. Uh Uh-huh. With the news Mm -hmm. that uh, she was pregnant. Good. Good one. That's a good one. And, you know, had he, like, been thinking? Yeah. Even if he had been thinking the day before, like, oh, it's 31st, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He might have asked more questions. Sure. But instead... He just got too excited. Aww. That's actually really sweet, though. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's better than the other way it could have gone. <laughs> it's it's so sweet that she was very disappointed to <laughs> tell him <laughs> that she was not pregnant <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> because what she didn't know was that he called a bunch of people. Oh, to, <laughs> to yeah. tell Because he was so excited. Oh, no, you can't give him all day with that. So, you got to yeah, cover that. Yeah, you gotta, but he... To, to be fair, oh, no. she saw how rocked he was and how he was like, oh, that's great. Like, he still seemed a bit nervous. Of course. And so she was like, uh, oh, yeah, I guess I'll tell him, you know, like, 
later in the day. No, that's that so I, fucked that, up. I'll, yeah. let, I'll let him live with fatherhood for a day. <laughs> for a day, yeah. That he seems genuinely excited about. Don't let him. No, if he's excited, cut that shit off right away. And I don't know why she didn't think he wouldn't tell anybody. But at work, he told <sighs> everybody. And so <laughs> then at the end of the day. Oh, no. She, she had to be like... Actually, you know how is April 1st. Why did she wait all day? I don't know. Why did she wait all day for this? I mean, because she's both very good and very bad at pikes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was oh like, my God. Oh, oh, okay. And then she, she, her silver lining is, well, now I know how he'll feel if I actually yeah. get pregnant. Um, which I guess is well, is no, because now when you know, she tells him next time, he's not gonna believe her. Yeah, but you can have a test. <laughs> True. She even showed him a test. But like, she but, was just like, "I'm pregnant." No, I know. But now he's gonna need that test, which is really gonna take the joy out of really being pregnant. He's gonna be like, "Take one in front of me. Take one in front of me." Yeah, yeah. You're not making me look like a fool at work again. Or I'm not, it's not happening. Or he'll be like, "Catch me with that shit in like three months." <laughs> You know, yeah. like let me let me see you show it because I don't. Yeah. You could even fake a test. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be watching you. I'm yeah. See if you're drinking wine, going on roller coasters. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, that's the pretty, worst. I feel bad, bad for anybody who unknowing like they don't think about it, and then they announce that they're pregnant on April first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you try to post that, it's like we're expecting. Everyone's gonna be like. Nice, whatever. Good joke. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Darren. I thought your family was more supportive than that. Uh huh. You know. Or it'll or it'll be yeah. It'll be like, wow, Darren. I think your family would be more supportive. Or there'll be something where you post about something awesome that happened to you, yeah. and no one believes you. Oh so yeah. So it's like like you know, like I want a car. Yeah. I want a. <laughs> I, I'm in remission. <laughs> I'm in remission, and then people are like, "Wow, pretty dark." Wow, that's a grim one for today. Yeah. Wow. Why would you do that? <laughs> you have to repost it the next day. Like, hey, just so all of you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real, and fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Hmm. Because the thing <laughs> we just went. Mm. In unison, and that was very weird. Well, no, I just I think I think about how only maybe once has that ever actually happened. When I was on Facebook, yeah, and it was April first, and then somebody was like, um, "Oh, craziest night of my night last, right. craziest night of my life last night," and they went into this whole story, and I was sure it was gonna at the end of the post say April Fools, and it just didn't for sure. Oh, so then I was like, "Oh, I guess they did meet Edward Norton." Like, oh. it, like it was just you forget that the world just keeps going yeah, yeah the, the stuff does happen on april 1st yeah now i remember being it i think i was still yeah i was still in college and there was a couple who had got it was at, who got together at the community college and then like later they had like posted a you know a, an ultrasound and i didn't realize it was april 1st either and I, my first thought was kind of like oh no they should never get <laughs> and then thought about it and i was like oh right mm. okay Oh, okay. Good. So they weren't having. A kid. They weren't having a kid, but it was a. My reaction wasn't like, "Oh my god!" And oh, you got me. It was more just like a ooh. <laughs> Neither you got good jobs, and that's not good. That's not gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's better because later he like cheated on her a lot. So really good, they didn't. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I will even say one of my friends had this thing where he was like. um there's only a few people that I know well enough to react honestly if I found out they were right having a baby. Yeah. And then his friend, I'm like watching this conversation happen, and then his friend turned to him, he's like, so if I told you I was having a baby, what would you say? And he's like, I would honestly tell you to kill it now. 
Jesus. And, and we were both like, whoa. That's not the way you phrase whoa. that. And, uh, that's not the way you phrase it, even if that is your thought. Don't that, put it that way. Jesus. I mean, yeah, it's his best friend, so that's what best friendship gets you, apparently. Jesus. And, and I was like, I was like very taken aback where he was like, no, it's not that you're not a good person and everything, but I just know that you're... <laughs> It was it was yeah. one of those situations where you're, you you got butterfingers, man. You can, yeah, you're you're watching the conversation unfold, and you're just like, whoa, Ooh, yeah. You started a little too hard. You can't do that. You can't kick in the door like that. In the what if I? Because not even like that was a, that was a a true hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that, you don't need to go that hard at a hypothetical. Yeah. It's my fault though, because I brought up that right. what we do in relationships, sure, and, uh, with other people's relationships is whether you're getting uh, yeah. married or you're having a baby. These even are if the, it's a bad idea. These everyone are the, cheers you on. These are the conversations you like to just start with people. Well, no, I knew them. <laughs> no, these weren't no, strangers. No. I know, I know. But I'm just saying. But that's, then you'll bring up stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, okay, we're digging into something. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's just my thing is that there's a level of dishonesty that we have that we have supplemented for politeness in general culture. Yeah. There's a level of dishonesty that we've decided to like offer up as uh-huh. politeness. Sure. So when someone, it's like when you when you do have a friend who tells you that they have. Um, let's role play. I'm t- right now. I tell you that, that that me and Jess are expecting. What do you say? What's your What's your honest reaction? When? That's <laughs> <laughs> just like stone faced looking at me, going when? Yeah, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I I need to know because <laughs> we're doing shows in July. <laughs> So if you're indisposed, I understand. So, so your first thought is maybe booking another feature? No, no. It's just like <laughs> when in general. I'd be telling you pretty late in the game if it was July. Yeah, I know. But oh, that's so you, why. So would you be hurt then if I was telling you that late? No, because I, I understand I don't take news the best. Like I'm not like oh, okay. I'm not the person that I think people come to with great news. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I just don't think that I like. Like I mean, I'm I think sure. That I'm sure I give, I've come to you with great news, but also I've I've rarely like had great news that I call people for. They're like, oh my god, you know. Yeah, it's it's mostly that. And usually, the stuff I'm really excited about is stuff we're doing anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. yeah. So basically, what's happening is that it's like I give very um honest even in the way of excitement answers right, okay so it sounds so it seems bland in the grand scheme like like i don't know if i've ever got like a good prank one time yeah. was uh i was doing a show for this theater and i was doing lights for it and they they decided uh the night before um what do you call it the night before opening where you do the shows um dress so rehearsal? A, yeah the night before dress rehearsal so the last dry run of the show, because sure. they invite people to dress rehearsal. Yeah, sometimes. And so the night before dress rehearsal, the lead mm-hmm. went up to the director and, um, you know, wasn't crying, but seemed like a little upset and was like, just so you know, uh, you know, just in, so we can keep it in mind for the rest of the season, I'm uh, pregnant. And the director screamed. Oh. <laughs> and everyone started laughing. because like, like, a, like a good scream or a bad? No, no, it was a bad scream. Bad scream. The, the okay. lead was 17. Uh, and Ooh, Yeah. Still, and guys. Like, still, guys. She was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if she was thinking about how the season was going to be ruined or if she was thinking sure. about, like, how this 17-year-old kid now has to yeah. try to make it as an actor and, you know. As a, Not also, a great market. Yeah, also a young mother. Yeah, um, but I'm learning right now that most people need to. I think maybe it's worth practicing. Practicing hearing someone in your life who maybe you think shouldn't have a kid right now. Practice them telling you so you don't react like these people. Yeah, yeah. These are all these are all insane reactions. <laughs> these, that because honestly, even when was a little weird. No, when is weird. 
but it's because I know you. You were like, let's right. do a little test practice right okay. now. Well, yeah, but what would you say, though? I was like, we're, we're seriously, we're going to have a kid. Like, what would you, would, not just when, but like. Mm. I think I would, I think I would mostly be like really happy for you because you have lots of dad energy. <laughs> you know? Uh, you have like a very like. I know. Yeah, you have, so it's not I would like, be hurt if I didn't already know exactly what you meant and haven't been told that before by friends. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be as much of a shock. Okay. Because I think with you, that's something that seems like a sure. real possibility. Whereas, like, everyone uh, just assumes if Rob or <laughs> someone yeah, told yeah, me yeah. that they were, I'd be like, oh, Uh-oh, what are you, you okay? Yeah, you like, if, do you, what do you, do you need help or right. anything? Wow, wouldn't offer me help though. Would you, I don't think you really need help. <laughs> Think about you having a kid and Rob having a kid. I know. And now I feel so bad for Rob. Why? That's what you're kind of throwing him under the bus like this. No, no, no. But it's not. It's not as if he wouldn't be a good dad. He also has dad energy. He also very much had like I could see him having a little kid with a little pocket square. That kid, like that kid, will be well taken care of and very much loved. I'm just saying, Rob isn't even with anyone right now, so I would be like, "Oh no, okay, yeah, true. Do you yeah, need that's, help?" That's thing yeah, yeah. Con- contextually, yeah. that would be like a, "Ooh, this is about to be a situation." For yeah, because he's single, so it's yes, like true. it's a very different thing. That is a whole other thing. Yeah, that is that is very because even in your scenario, you're like me and Jess. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What if so, I was like, "Hey, I got someone pregnant." Then I'd be like, <laughs> let's take a couple of beats. <laughs> Tell me what happened exactly. Because <laughs> I've been around you a lot lately. A lot. So wh- how and when? When did you get away? To there, do this? when is more appropriate. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If you said you got someone else pregnant, I was just like, when? <laughs> and I was like, oh, a couple years ago. He's five. Yeah. Which that that thing, um, I have a couple friends like that that I didn't know they had a kid for oh, like a really? little while. Yeah, and then they told me how they had a kid from either a one night stand or oh, okay. like uh, dating in college. Yeah, yeah. But then they're not together anymore. So it's actually crazy who who around has kids, but you don't really sure. put it together because yeah. obviously you don't know what people don't tell you. But it's it's wild when people mention to you that they have kids much later. Right then, which I mean, I guess I also appreciate too because it means they're not letting it be their whole personality. You know what I mean? Because I'm, yeah. I'm all about people who are proud to be a parent and love their kids like that. But where it's like it's the only thing they talk about, you know, and not just mm-hmm. and not just like talk like talk about your kids. I like I like hearing about people's kids. Like yeah, they're all they're weird little drunk people. That's great. Let's talk about them. They're funny, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like where it's just the like the people who just want to talk about like what it's like to be a mom all the time. And it's like, I don't really care about your experience. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. It's, it's like people I who, get, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean, I know I'm putting it very bluntly. It's sounding bad. It's like people who have like Instagram pages who it's like, it's, you know, the, the millennial mama. And it's like, they're building a brand around that, but it doesn't, it's not clear what the brand is for. It seems like it's the only thing they have to post about. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would say here's the thing. I'm sorry that, if that fucking page exists too. <laughs> I I think that what you're talking about more is more prominent. Specifically, what you're talking about yeah. is more when a kid is like 13, because mm-hmm. when you're when you're little, yeah, when you're like a baby, you do take up all of your parents' time. So it for does sure. kind of make sense if you're the only thing that they know how to talk about or can talk about for a while. And even as you go through your milestones, yeah. I can see how that could become like, you know, an enveloping sure. person's whole world. It's when you're like 13 and you don't have another milestone coming up for like three years until yeah. you like drive or something. Because you're not going to graduate anything sure. in a meaningful way. <laughs> like yeah. you, like you have some of them fake graduations. Yeah, thirteen you'll graduate middle school. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's like thirteen to sixteen is when the first time adolescence is the first time in your life where you're just sort of cooking the way that you cook right. as an adult for like whole decades at a time. And usually when you start pissing off your parents the most too. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so not only are you not really accomplishing anything, you're very annoying. <laughs> yeah, and and so if that person, yeah, with like a thirteen, fourteen year old, yeah cannot stop right that's when i'm like 
oh, this might like this. This is a bit much. Right. Yeah. You know, but whenever it's a baby, I'm like, yeah, you don't get to leave. Oh, no, no. So yeah. I, man, I get that. And like, even like I truly I think I think what you touched on there, too, is like I don't care if it's like talking about the kids. because I get that. Like that's an important person in their life and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but it's where it's like talking about just them as a parent. Like where it's where it's where yeah, it's no, more, no, I'm with you. That's, I, I that's think I understand I mean. the distinction. That's the it's real one distinction. thing when you're talking about your kid up and down. It's like yes, you live with them and you're giving people news. And who I don't genuinely, live with them. I genuinely like stories about kids too. Yeah, like, the I have friends who have kids and like their their kids are fucking funny and goofy. The dad thing of like what it's like to be a father now and how I've changed. Yeah, if you're still doing that stuff when they're like. <laughs> When they don't, when they don't need you as right. readily, like they still need yeah. you. Obviously, like a you know fifteen, six year old kid needs their dad, right? But I think that they need you in so specific ways now. Right? They're not like gonna roll over and accidentally die, like when they're a baby. Right? Yes. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's, we gotta be it's ready like, at all times. Yeah, you're gonna have to sit down, have some conversations with them. That right. are very specific that they'll take into their later years. Right. But if you're the type of person that's like, you know, as like a father and they're like 27, <laughs> it's not that you yeah. ever stop being a dad. Yeah, you're you're a, dad a dad for the rest of your life. But at a certain point, you're like, am I, do you think I'm your kid? Like, why are you, <laughs> why are you saying as a father to me? Yeah. And we both know your kid doesn't live at the house anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there's very few sentences that as a father can precede that I won't be like, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're... (laughs) Unless you're like, as a father, you need to instill them with life skills so they get out of the house as soon as possible. I'm like, yeah, I relate to that. That that. makes sense. I would love to just follow with non sequiturs. Just Mm -hmm. like, well, as a father, this marinara needs more salt. You know what I mean? It's too sweet. It's too sweet. We need a little more. Look, as a father, yeah, I prefer pecan over pumpkin. <laughs> That's just me as a father. <laughs> what is that? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. yeah, as a father, I'm pretty sure I'm colorblind. Yeah, like wait, what does that first thing have to do? Is your kid colorblind? Yeah, what why is this? Why did you? Why did you start it like that? As a father, orange juice way to start the day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's how most people start. It doesn't matter if it, I drink orange juice sometimes. I'm not a dad. As a father, okay, it's the way to start the day. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's also, I guess, one thing that's always been a, a pet peeve of mine with some of my some of my friends who plan on being parents. So these, and I'm not talking about the people who've already had kids, right. but there is an evolution as you start to watch your kid, your your friends have kids. Yeah, that is sometimes hard to watch because then people wonder how a lot of parents have a very specific energy and way of being yeah and people wonder how they become like that because they're not a little kid running around like that but i swear to you i've watched some people have kids and just change Mm -hmm. so fully and like abruptly right in a way where all of a sudden they don't like comedy with any cursing anymore. It's like something, yeah. that, something that happens before the kid can even come some, in the picture. Some people turn old very quick just because in they like, want to be a parent. Yeah. Like it's that weird thing. Some, some of them do it like a year before they have the kid. Yeah. Some people do it right after they have the kid. Yeah. And it's, it's just very interesting to watch because I have plenty of friends with kids who are the same. Except they have these responsibilities, right? Now. Yeah, but they got kids. Yeah, well, and those tend to be the ones you continue hanging out with, because <laughs> those are my friends who have kids that I still hang out with. It's like, yeah, they talk like they are fucking. They're so busy now because they have kids. Yeah, but they don't really act different. Yeah, and like sometimes, like there's a friend of mine who I, I kind of forget he has kids because he's still the same guy I've known forever. It's one of the things I love about him. Mm-hmm. He he is his schedule is insane. And having kids and his kids are fucking crazy too, in a fun way. Like they're mm. fun, crazy, but they are just like because he lives he lives on a, a farm, and you drive out there, and I have driven out to see him, and there will just be a nude child sprinting through the yard, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he just he does that, <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's just a, a thing I've noticed where, yeah, some people do this shift like they mm. have to. And they almost know. they decide like it, life can't be as fun anymore. Like they've made that decision. No one's telling them that. Yeah. But like you can't enjoy certain things. Like I understand too. Like my like my my brother even told me this, and I totally get this. Where he's like, he was as a father. No, but like as once he had kids, he's like he's like it became harder to watch anything where like children were in danger. Like as a plot point or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like and he's like that is a thing. He's like it never bothered me before. It bothers me a little bit now. And he's like I can still watch it, but it like. You know, it kind of just ugh, sometimes, you know, he's like, I don't like seeing kids like he's like, I really hate seeing like, you know, like when they show like a like an abusive home or something like that. And he's like, he's like, that really, really bothers me now. And he's like, I didn't, you know, wasn't like loving it before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like a hell yeah, broken home. Like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I totally get yeah. that shift. But some people have the shift where it's like. Yeah, I understand Taken having a different swing now. Yeah. But. <laughs> As a father, do I have a particular set of skills? Yeah, yeah. As a father, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you're coming back home. Like, like, that's just, like, already the flight alone. Baby, as a father, my passport has expired. Yeah. So it's going to take me at least a couple weeks. It's going to take a little bit, and then if they... Yeah, but you hang in there, baby. I cannot swim. (laughs) So if we get to any sort of boat situation... Mm Mm-hmm. And I fall, that's the end of me. Mm-hmm. And getting stabbed looks like it hurts. So I can't promise if someone comes at me, it may be the end of the trip for me. I yeah, don't know. Because Liam Neeson was in a whole army before, yeah. years before, mm-hmm. and then was working security, you know, yeah. doing the whole thing. In fact, I think this might just be a movie. Yeah. And he's like 6'5". I don't know. Yeah. Because I think in real life, Liam probably would have got shot pretty early in the process and yeah, maybe bled out in a foreign country. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of stories of of you know people who have been acting since they were in their early twenties, then uh, going on a blood fueled rampage for revenge. <laughs> revenge over really just the act of kidnapping, because he to say that his kid is alive kills mm. a lot of people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some who did not directly kidnap her, they were just yeah. also there. Yeah, yeah. Some people who <laughs> can you imagine if it's your job. Just make sure nobody comes to that door, and then the door explodes, <laughs> and, then, and it's Liam Neeson with two machine guns. An Irish, a six-five Irishman walks through, and you're with like excited to see him. You're like a Liam Neeson fan. <laughs> oh, so in this situation, if it's really Liam Neeson, dude, it's it. really Liam Neeson. You're like, oh my god, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Take this, you son of a bitch! I don't even know you. I didn't I do anything. Have to no you. idea who you are. Die, motherfucker. Die, mm. nameless. I have a name. You just didn't ask. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, man. Can I tell you that I was uh downstairs because Joshy was taking a little nap up here. Um because he was little 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 guys tuckered out. Uh <laughs> um, but I was downstairs in the lobby doing some work and there was there's clearly there's like a wedding going on. People are heading to a wedding nearby. But I get down there and there's like three older people sitting in the lobby, and this one old lady, she is just holding court about all of her injuries that she's like ever had i saw her when i was buying a luna bar yeah dude i was buying a luna bar and i passed and the okay i think Mm -hmm. i don't know this on any good authority but i believe yeah that she was taking the staff to task about a wet floor would not be surprised because there was a there was a woman mopping the floor even as i was Mm -hmm. coming off the elevator and like doing a good job yeah the floor is slippery right okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and they but they hadn't pulled out the signs yet oh, and so okay. i guess they hadn't pulled out the signs because if if they pull out the sign she has to mop around the sign which means there's going to be a dirty spot mm-hmm. in the so then they were explained to her like yeah so basically we we put the sign out after that area has yeah. been mopped and uh she's like well someone could slip while the signs that out yep. and then they were like yes ma'am but we're standing by the they were preventing you with from the sign yeah, yeah 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 and we're also standing in the way and everything she was like you know that's not and then started sort of loudly also doing the same thing yep. i was buying the luna bar and she was very loudly complaining about different falls and she was doing trips. it i was down there for almost an hour and mm-hmm. she was never not talking about every bad thing that has ever happened to her <laughs> 
It was it was wild. And she was so loud. One of those old ladies too just like doesn't care that everyone <laughs> hears her. Doesn't matter. She was just going, and I, I wrote down a couple of things because one, she she kept she literally opened. Some other people would show up and just be like, "Oh, hey, like who is it?" She's like, "Oh, you're part of the wedding." Yeah, she's like, "I shattered my femur." Like just went with that. <laughs> so she shattered femur. She had a. And I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not making fun of any of these situations. It's just like she was just never not talking about it. And even too after she talked about all this stuff too, then she told somebody she's like, "Well, my room's in the first floor because I'm disabled." And she's sitting on like her walker thing too. She's got one of those ones, and had just told these people about all of her like disabilities. It's like, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, I get you. I I'm understand with you. why I'm you're with on the, you. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's been it was like two people sitting with her for a long time, and she was just just railing on them. Do you think that the people that get drunkest at the wedding are people that have had the hardest day? Like, like, do you think that they've been sort of sitting with her while she holds court and tells them about all of her injuries, but that they are like, they're Maybe. trying to be polite because this is like the groom's grandma. There's that. She was also like, she kept talking about her husband. And I think that was the guy sitting next to her and he didn't say a goddamn word the whole time. And I know plenty of those couples. So yeah. he's, he's going to have some drinks later, probably. I actually feel like that's a good to me, that that's a uh, they made it work. A, no, 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 not not the marriage at all. No, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not talking about that at all. That's one of those marriages where people tell you they get married and you should say don't. Yes. I'm talking yeah. about. I think that there's a a good metric for talking in a relationship is that it's it does follow that pattern of like fifty fifty or eighty twenty, sure, or like ninety ten. Because I find that with people like that. They rarely have a partner that also unloads as much as them. They usually True. like yeah. when someone is a load, they're usually married to a basket. You usually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say someone's married to a load, they're married. They're a basket. Yeah, said, that's great. That's a really good. You metaphor. No, yeah, it's true. You did. If you know one, if you know everything about one person in a relationship, you don't know a fucking thing about the other one. That person is an enigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that person, person could be a spy. Yeah, because in that person, every now and then, will then say something. You're like Jesus. Yeah, you know what I mean. They'll say something horrible. Something horrible, and you <laughs> like, like I didn't know you had that in you. Yeah, I haven't heard you speak in 15 years. I didn't know you're gonna do that. Uh, yeah, but shattered femur, uh, mm -hmm. rare, rare disease. Uh, I think it was something about her bones or whatever. I'm not quite sure, but she has. She was 27. I heard her say she's six two now. I know all of this detail about her. She was very loud. Um, <laughs> she has either a titanium he knee or hip. I'm not sure which one, but don't worry. She has a card that uh, says it in case the metal detectors go off at the airports, but never has happened. She also doesn't fly much. They mostly drive. Um, then she was disowned by her parents. That one was just a good lob. Um, then at one point, someone else showed up and was showing pictures of their dog. And they were I heard I heard conversation about dog. And then she just unprompted goes, I've been to San Francisco once. So not really sure what's going on there. And then later, other people were talking about stuff. And then she suddenly goes, my son just lost his dog. I'm like, now I feel like that was more on topic earlier <laughs> instead of yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, I feel like she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was just catching up. No, I think you're right. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a, a few of the things I, I wrote down because she mm -hmm. was, man. And it's like it was more and more people were showing up. And she, it, it, one person would come up and introduce themselves to her. And she would launch into a different story about an ailment. And the best part was that, oh, when the dog stuff came up, when she talks about her her son losing his dog, someone walked up and said, like, oh, well, I'm in the I'm in the medical industry and worked with blah, blah, blah. And then she just goes, my son just lost his dog. I'm like, now you actually now is the time to talk about your ailments. Because yeah. you have someone who's talking to you about working yeah. in the medical field. Mm -hmm. And they were specifically talking about like remembering, like remembering patients and stuff like that. And then she's just like, "Oh, my son just lost his dog." And I'm like, "You lady, you are one big curveball." Yeah, like she feels like an April Fool's. That, I, that's how it felt at a point. Yeah, it would be funny if she stood up at the end of the day and did a backflip. Did a backflip. <laughs> she's been like, you know, this 20 year old woman the yeah. whole time just making yes. stuff up as she goes the hotel hired me to make the day more interesting congratulations yeah. on your nuptials and then backflips out the door yeah yeah doesn't even slip on the wet no. floor you know no. actually uses the wet floor sign to like kick off an extra backflip <laughs> man yeah yeah so that was that was fun because she literally did not stop talking. There was It was never quiet in the lobby while I was down there. 
she was going though. Luckily, it's a big seating area, so I was able to like get. I was just in a corner on the computer, but she was like, I was gonna put headphones in and edit something, but I was, said I was downloading something that I, I was I was gonna edit, uh, and I just listened in because my God, there was so much. It would be amazing to have her on. Let's go get her. Just be like, hey, well, she's wanna- having she's having dinner with her sister later. Uh, they're leaving the wedding at five. We're leaving at five. We're leaving I don't at five. That, that, that with, wedding better not start late because I'm leaving at five she's no matter up, what. She's meeting up with her sister. They they're not, they're not very close, but they've been talking again lately because things were tense when she left and got disowned by the family. But her and her sister are trying to you know patch it back up. You know I think especially now that uh, I think her parents are dead now um, was the context I got. Um, and she's just she like this was one nonstop monologue. Wow. I know. I feel weird like telling this lady's private information, but she was loudly telling it in public. So it's it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's we also it's don't public, know her yeah, name. <laughs> it's public domain now. So Yeah. It was it was wild. And I, at a point too I was also like kind of admiring her. I'm like, "Man, you really lay it all out there." Yeah. Mhm. No mysteries at all. And just not giving a fuck about who's hearing everything she's saying. Yeah. I mean, in a way, respect, you know. Right. Especially with what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? With, we do almost that. Yeah, but we hold back a little bit. And we don't we do it into a microphone. Wait, well, yeah, for for money. It would be wild to do the show <laughs> in the lobby right now with no way of recording no one, it at no all. No one asked us. No uh, one asked us. We're I just did. talking about I actually had that thought while she was down there. I'm like, well fuck, we should just record down here. <laughs> just yeah. bring all the who's gonna stop us? Yeah. <laughs> and we still probably won't be as loud. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that was a trip. One April Fool's prank that went a bit it didn't necessarily go too far, mm-hmm. but it this this is basically what happened. Um uh, this kid that I went to school with in junior high was trying to do an April Fool's prank on his uh mom. Yep. And so his mom would buy him uh Captain Crunch. Okay. And <laughs> His mom vibe Captain Crunch. And so he has been waiting for April 1st to come around. And on that day, um, he got up early, like earlier than anyone in the house, and he switched the Captain Crunch boxes. Now, what he had done maybe, and this is also him being a dumb kid and really not thinking ahead at all. What he had done was that maybe two weeks ago after school, when he was passing by um, a store, he bought a box of Captain Crunch. Okay. But then he filled it with uh, with the bag part of the box, filled it with some milk, right? Okay. And then, like, tied it up and everything, and then, you know, had the box just in his room. And then when he woke up on April 1st, switched them, right? What he did not realize... Like, like it didn't occur to him. He thought it would be funny okay. when his mom opened the box and saw that it was like already milk and cereal in the box. And she'd be all like, what? You know, okay. that's what he told us. Okay. What he did not realize is that with him having like bought, bought it, done it, like poured a little bit of milk yeah. in, sealed it and like put it in his closet and everything, that when she opened it up to pour him the, the not only was it soaked but it was like yeah. soaked with spoiled milk yeah so as soon as she opened the box and then opened the plastic the smell that exactly. hit her it would just be a smelly mush made her so sick that she didn't go to work that day <laughs> <laughs> and he was so devastated i mean good prank he got was, her got he her was good so devastated that he didn't tell so she still doesn't know what it what she she thought that like maybe something had happened he, he to the never bi- told her he never told her oh great that's the ultimate yeah. prank then oh you oh. he accidentally gave his mom a medical condition that she thinks she has to look out for now <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oof. that's great yeah um, okay, so this one is not a prank specifically. Okay. okay. So it was not done with the intention to be as humorous as it was. Um, but my <laughs> my friend Lucas, mm-hmm. who I met, I can't remember if we met in Chicago or, or where we met, and he lives in North Carolina now. And Do I know him? No, I don't think you would know him because he's not a comic. Oh, anything. okay, okay. Yeah. 
Um, but <laughs> he told me that um, basically his uh, aunt was mm-hmm. dating this guy. Okay. Right. And then when they were, they, they moved in together. It got to that point where they got really serious and moved in together. And then um, I don't know what the reasons were for them breaking up, but they basically broke up and she decided to move out. Now she was going to move out on a day when he was at work. Okay. Right. And so he goes to work and she just gets ready to start moving out, gets all her stuff out and everything. But she, she took every handle and knob with her. Right. So like drawers, Okay. Pulls open the drawer, unscrews mm-hmm. the handle, yeah. puts the drawer back. Just everything, just left the house completely flat, right? Just completely like... <laughs> completely flat. Yeah, but like like every... Yeah. Like not even things that you forget have knobs. A textureless household. So she took like... Like off of cupboards and off of... Yeah, she took switches. It's like, it's like basically not a house Switch, now. Switches like light switches too? Yep really yeah yeah she like unscrewed everything and some some of them she left the covers right and so then this some was, of them she took the cover everything so this was an act of pure pettiness it was, a, it was, was an act of of pure pettiness and probably a hope that he would hurt himself trying to reinstall some of this because like a light switch is no joke like she because people yeah. think that the light switch is just one thing it's like no you gotta take the light switch right you which means she had to flip some breakers because you have to take. Did she take the, the actual like switch part of it she too, took or the just switch? So not just the cover, the actual no, light the actual switch. Switch, yeah, that is gone. Yeah, that you you want to have a little bit of knowledge? Yeah, of how to put that back on? Yeah. <laughs> so people, I think a lot of people will hear this and think like, oh, she just pulled it off. Yeah, she was just pulling off, just knobs taking the cover. Like, but like, yeah, no, 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 no. This took this took like <laughs> planning. <laughs> she took the um, actual. Uh, what do you even call it when it's on the wall? It's not the remote, but she took like the air conditioner. She took the um, the console with like the buttons on it, like everything. off the face of the air conditioner, or like, or like the 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 thermostat on the wall. She took what the only way I know how to describe this is that it was all gone. Like you, you could not, <laughs> you could not change the air conditioning after she left. Okay. So she did like real wiring, like like real like took it out. Okay, right? uh, switches out, uh, air conditioner, um, remote out. Uh, wow! And then took the all the knobs and handles to the drawers. Good lord! That means she was pissed the whole time. She yeah. Because eventually, like if, yeah. if at a moment you just you cool down, you'd stop doing that. Y- you know her. At least the tips of her fingers and her thumbs hurt. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, by the it's end a of house. It's yeah, not a like lot an, of... it's not like an apartment that has like a kitchenette with an island with five drawers on. It's like this is right. a house, and even if it's stuff that's easy to like unscrew, it's that's going to take you some time where you yeah. maybe cool off and mm-hmm. decide to not do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But and <laughs> and so she took all these knobs, all these handles, all these switches, right. And and like and also when when I say the, the knobs as well, I'm talking about like to the shower. <laughs> so these aren't just like kitchen door handles. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Those are hard to get off too without fucking something up. Those are incredibly hard to get off, and the only way is to change she a, is she a, a professional contractor or something? Is that like I have no idea what her job is. <laughs> But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. She she spent so much time on it that like there was nothing forgotten. There was no like when you cuz I've I've seen an apartment. Right. One time I was getting shown an apartment in Chicago and it did not have the proper knobs on it yet. And so when I was putting the like my hand on the um the shower knob, sure. And it was just the four-sided piece of metal there yes, for where yeah. the knob goes um the what was it it was maybe the agent or the maybe the actual owner was also showing us around and was like um 
I touched it, and they were like, yeah, you would need pliers to turn it. There's no turning, mm-hmm. whatever. Because yeah. I just want to see if the water worked in there. Right. And it's like, no, you would need something to like really crank it, turn. That's yeah, why yeah, a knob yeah. is usually there. Yeah. And they were, I think they were refurbishing it as, I, as they were showing it. But anyway, oh, okay. anyway, so she does that. She then um, <laughs> leaves and, you know, <laughs> this is still before he comes home. She gets pulled over for speeding and <laughs> she just has like this, this huge bag of like, it looks like she robbed a Home Depot. Yeah, just, right? Ma'am, I'm going to need to search your car and open up the trunk. It's like, where'd all these knobs come from? Yeah. And so she gets I don't know why over. I'm arresting you, but I think I have to. Well, she does get arrested. She hey. she gets pulled over for speeding. Turns okay. out she has a bunch of outstanding tickets and like... um. All these, like all these issues with yeah. that are like minor but big when you put them all together. Like Un, she had been yeah. speeding, hadn't paid tickets, all that stuff. Unregistered possession of a handle. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> they impound the car. Okay. And so when homeboy gets home, he's calling her. She can't pick up because she's like, you know, in in jail for the next five hours till she can get bailed out yeah. and everything. And then even after she does get out of jail his all his knobs are in the bag in the car that's been impounded so he can't get the knobs either (sighs) yeah that is so not like not like a fun april fool's thing but (laughs) no not at all like (laughs) not at all like wow yeah what a twist and turn for those knobs i mean but now you can't twist and turn anything in the house yeah man no that is that's amazing that reminded me of i remember uh that's obviously people i don't know but i remember reading an interview with tom arnold mm-hmm. and it was like after him and roseanne got divorced mm-hmm. and i think they still had like shared a house for like quite some time afterwards and he said like every time she went there to do anything or to get things he said every time she would just steal tv remotes every time and he's like, he's like, I keep replacing these fucking TV remotes, and she steals them every time. <laughs> and I'm like, like I read about it, and I'm just like, that's very petty, but that is very funny. And honestly, at a point, I think I would start finding. If it was me, I think I would start finding it funny at a point. Because also, too, if you know she's coming over, hide your remotes. <laughs> yeah, or when you're back at the place, make sure you have bought a remote on your trip out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You going out to get ice cream? You better pick up a remote. Yeah. Do you remember the show? It was a reality show called "It Takes a Thief." No. Do you remember that show? No. So what? What it was, and it was kind of like a daytime thing. It might have been on Discovery Channel. I can't remember. But what they did is, uh, it was these guys who were former. One guy was a former thief, like a former breaking entering guy, like a B and E guy, and then uh, the other guy I think was like a former con artist or whatever. And then they got this show, and what the thing with the show is, they'd go to houses, and and then they'd be like, "Hey, so we want to do this thing. We want to test how how secure do you think your home is?" And they're like, "Oh, we think it's pretty secure." Like, okay, well, we're going to we'd like to test the security of your home by at some point when you're not here, we're gonna break into your house, and we're gonna steal all your shit. <laughs> and people would sign up for it. And then they'd show and they they put up security cameras and it was like they wouldn't tell him when it was gonna happen. You just know at some point. And so the B and E guy, he would then break into the house and he'd fucking steal everything, you know, and he'd flip there and he'd destroy the place too. And so people would come home and they'd be like, Oh my god. Like they would always replace like anything truly expensive with like replicas, but like because there's one time they're like, These are our antique plates, and he ended up fucking up a few of them and watching it, you're like, Oh no, but then they revealed, like, oh no, we don't worry, we replaced them with fake ones. But they saw him because then they showed them the footage of him stealing all your shit. It's so funny, too, because all people were just like, well, we got a big dog. They'll protect it every time the dog would just walk up and be like, I love you. And then the guy would go steal all their shit. And but the one thing, though, why I brought this up is the one thing because they'd watch him and they'd be like, why? Why do you? And he got asked this in several episodes. They go, why do you steal the TV remotes? And he goes, oh, because the TV's too big for me to take. So I just like to be annoying. Wow. I'm like, God damn. Wow. You're already robbing people blind and you still just kind of want to be a dick. <laughs> like, that's how you know, like, oh, you enjoyed this a little too much. This wasn't just for your livelihood. This wasn't to make end meets. You, you, you liked doing this. You know, the thing that I think would really um, make me love those guys is if there was no show. <laughs> 
And so they just brought cameras with them. And they were like, hey, we're going to rob your house to check the integrity yeah. of your security system. And you'll be on TV. And then it's like, oh, by the way, when's the show coming out? It's like, uh, you know, we're having some trouble with the network and everything. Yeah. It's like, clearly they've just been robbing yeah. people. Because the, the next season's coming. We're still editing. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, they keep doing it after the show's been canceled. Your cleanup team never came around. Like, oh, they're uh, sorry, they're coming too. Think, you know, they're so backed up. They're so backed up. We've been robbing a lot of houses. <laughs> well, then what they would do too is then they would beef up their security, and then uh, and like give it, like you know, help them with this alarm system or other stuff. You know, uh, window bars, blah, blah blah. They would do that, and then what they would do is they would do a surprise follow up visit where they would test to see if they were following up sometimes they follow up and then they couldn't get in but other times the family would just come home and them and the camera crew would be inside the house and they'd be like you weren't you didn't do what we said and they're like no we haven't been good he's like well this is what happens he's like because guess what if someone breaks in once and it's that easy they may come back <laughs> also what an insane show to decide to participate in because you yeah. you actually lived there so now everyone on the block knows how hard you are to yeah like steal from or how easy you are to steal from from he did one they did one where like there's this guy who lived in this big fancy house he had like classic cars and stuff like that and he's like yeah like we're gonna come do this and he's like sure whatever he's like my most valuable stuff you can't get you know take away and so what the guy did is he like recruited a couple other guys and they brought a moving truck with and they stole everything they like stole their safe and they stole classic cars and all this stuff and he's like, and it's visible from the street. And he's like, people drove by and waved. No one thought a goddamn thing. And I stole everything you own. And I'm just like, God damn. It was a good show. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like one of the few reality shows that if it was on, I watched it. It was really fun to watch. <laughs> Cause the guy, and the guy would just fuck up their house. He just pulled drawers out, throw them, flip things, didn't care. Man. It was a good show. It was it was on for a few years. I I'm, I don't know why they cancel it. Maybe because maybe it led to robberies. Who knows? I don't know. But I how could it not? Yeah. <laughs> that follow up visit portion of the show seems completely unnecessary. Yeah, I know. That's because that dude that was just like a, a lap to just rub it in the face of, <laughs> of the people. Like, hey, I just embarrassed you and your family on our show, and we wanted to do it again. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It was a great show. <laughs> That's so insane. Yeah. It was fun, too, because it was a show hosted by two like former criminals, and they're just like, yeah, we'll use our expertise for good. But also, it was very entertaining. I, it was true edutainment. I will say that. People like throw that word around. That show was it. I actually haven't heard that word in like five years. I just heard it recently. I don't remember why, but I think it was on a podcast or something. Oh, okay. But that used to be a... They used to be a hot phrase in, in television. Yeah, I hate when people try to mix words and then it just makes it too long. Jeez. Edutainment. That's the most grandpa you've ever sounded. Yeah, edutain- edutainmentation. <laughs> Can you complain about that again, but in your uncle voice? <laughs> I don't even know if I could get the, my mouth around the words if I did the other voice. It's, I don't like when they mash words together. <laughs> make new ones. It's just what's the like, world coming to? It just feels like uh, completely unnecessary, right? <laughs> but you knew what edutainment meant. Mm, I know what's trying to mean, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> there was just as far as a simple one goes. There was a a prank this kid did in school one time when I was in high school, and he uh, he took a water bottle and you know like when you twist a water bottle it sounds like you're cracking a knuckle or something like that um <laughs> yeah this kid walked past his this kid walked past his uh backpack mm-hmm. and as he walked past the backpack uh he twisted the water bottle as hard as he could and turned his head and then was oh. just like oh oh why would you do that oh that's my a god one. that's then, a good one and then the, the, the kid that he did it to like was just too overwhelmed and actually threw up. Because <laughs> he thought, like, just the sound of, like, a lot of people, the sound of popping knuckles makes them sick. But the way that he, the way that he did it and then also did his neck, like, he was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 
What is going on at Louisiana? You know a lot of kids who just threw up on sight of things. Like they would yeah, just, yeah. It, it seemed to be the common reaction to most things where you're from is just immediately vomiting. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't trust anyone 13 and under to not throw up on command. I know that's not how people's bodies work, but from what I've seen, a lot of people will throw up for no reason until they're right. like 15. Right. <laughs> that is not my experience. Sure, I'm, I'm with you. Y'all were sick. <laughs> that school food was poison, whatever you guys were getting. Yeah, you think we were too close to that plant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, before we wrap up, should we uh, open up the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. Uh, oh, and by the way, we are, like I, like we said at the start, we are in Batavia, Illinois right now. Uh, thanks to people who we've met. We met, uh, we got to see our friend Jacob again. Yeah, He's yeah, thank you so much Fan of the show out. came through. We got to meet Star the yeah. other night and her, her boyfriend. That was very nice. They they drove in from Michigan. Yeah, that was incredible. I, I mean, know. thank you so much for being part of the show and enjoying yourselves as well. Like, yeah. It would be very different if they walked oh. up after and they were like, wow. Um, wow. We'll stick with the podcast. What a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys are good off the cuff, but your planned stuff, no bueno. Oh, and, and real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, before we get into the mailbag and everything, we are going to be in um, Los Angeles mm-hmm. for the shows at the Bourbon Room yeah. on May 12th. So you can still get your tickets to those. Why are we going to be there, Josh? I'm taping a special. Yeah, you taping yeah. a special. And I'm going to be there. And uh, someone had messaged me before. I couldn't find it, so I forgot who. But they asked if I was going to be there before. And I said, uh, no. Uh, and at the time, it was true. And now it is not. Now I will be there opening yeah. for Josh. Uh, so April Fools, I got you. <laughs> it was a retro, a prank in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, neither thing occurred on April 1st. <laughs> But I no, like not how, at all. It was it was early March. I yeah, believe. early March, and then this episode is coming out pretty far past <laughs> April first. But yep, you got them. I got them good. It's the ultimate prank to do it when it's not the prank day. Yeah, huh? Got them. Wow. Uh, all right, let's read uh, at least an email or two. Uh, this one here. This is from B. Uh, the title is "Tennis Hit Woman." Parentheses. It's not what you think. Because Josh's eyes perked up. He's like, we're about to read a murder. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Sup, tunes, and squeaks. Again, you guys, it's Toontown and squeaks. He doesn't get to be tunes. Tunes sounds too cool. Yeah. <laughs> tunes also makes it sound like I sing. I know, but it sounds cool. Squeaks, there's no way to make squeaks cool. <laughs> there's no way to make it cool. I think a bouncer named squeaks... Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, if I was a giant man, it was like a tiny kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Aren't you six foot? That's not giant. Yeah, it's bigger than most people. <sighs> you just little. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to help you, but okay. You're right. You're tiny. Bitty bitty uh, thing. <laughs> um, so emailing in because I just listened to the uh, President Blades episode and it reminded me of how I got my nickname in high school. I was on the tennis team where I got the nickname B Hitta because I kept hitting people with the ball. <laughs> Most of the time, it was a genuine accident. It happens more than you think in tennis when things are going fast and it's a game of doubles. Anyway, there was one specific time where I was warming up with the opponent across from me. She was closer to the net practicing volleys when the ball hit her racket and hit her in the eye which by technicality of who touched it last this wasn't my fault but it is what it is <laughs> no she hit herself you guys saw it yeah y'all saw it that's, that's why i like to grab people's wrists and make them slap themselves it's like <laughs> I didn't why you it. assaulting yourself why yeah. you assaulting yourself <laughs> can't charge me with anything uh, the girl was obviously upset and was immediately uh, apologetic because I'm not a villain. Oh, I was immediately apologetic because I'm not a villain. Okay, I thought it was yeah because I thought you hit her with a ball and she apologized to you, which I was gonna be like, nah, you a villain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that to yourself? <laughs> Apologize to you and everyone here. <laughs> However. As I was continuing to check and see if she was okay slash needed anything, her teammate got really rude with me. She made some snappy remark to which I glared and ignored. Girls in tennis can be really vicious, and it didn't help that I was on a team of 
uh, that I was on a team of black girls playing against this all-white team. Okay, yeah, that gets you some Hoosiers tension right there. <laughs> Obviously, I was not trying to hit her, and I'm checking on her. I wouldn't even... It wouldn't even make sense to try to hit her during warm-ups. If you hit someone during a point and the ball doesn't go back over the net from the impact, you win the point. Hence, hitting people sometimes being kind of a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. First it was like, listen, I didn't really do it. It's kind of her fault. Also, it's kind of a good thing. <laughs> like, really? Under the right really? circumstance. <laughs> her hitting herself is great. Yeah. <laughs> Some time passed and she went to go flush out her eye something about a contact and her <laughs> is her contact in her brain now <laughs> i hit her real hard in the eye when i first read that before she went to go flush something out of her eye <laughs> yeah the felt from the tennis ball <laughs> <laughs> and her teammate was still being kind of mean to me over an accident long story short i <laughs> Sorry, this sounds made me laugh. Long story short, I hit that hoe too. <laughs> mean ass girl. Does it say comma mean ass girl? It's period mean ass girl. One sentence. Mean ass girl is its own sentence. <laughs> I I said sorry, uh, and you didn't have to be rude. My nickname was cemented, and it made me feel like some type of hit woman, which uh, was cool, which I was cool with if it meant the mean tennis girls left my black ass alone. Love the show, guys. Hoping to catch either of you in L.A. for a show soon. Hey, May 12th. P.S. <laughs> P.S. I'm pretty sure I ended that season hitting 10 girls. <laughs> <laughs> Again, most were not intentional. <laughs> most. <laughs> there were a few that had it coming, and I stand by past me's judgment. B, uh, aka B, hit it. Thank you, B. <laughs> wow, I really love. I really love. I hit that hole too. <laughs> I hit that hole too. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's what it's like to be hit by a tennis ball in that way. Because I mean, it must right. hurt, but it must not. No one was happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, Man, because especially with the way with the way people scream and the way that you hear the pop off the racket, yeah, it must be coming fast. Oh yeah, especially like if it's at like the professional level, I'm sure that hurts like hell. <laughs> Remember when what's his what's his name? Was uh uh Novak's or whatever, like uh the tennis player and yeah. he like hit the ball behind him, but it hit that lady in the in the throat. Oh yeah. And she was like, Oh like it like her eyes and everything. I, that was the first time I was like, Oh yeah, I guess they are hard yeah. in the middle. Like yeah. even though they're full of air in the right. in the center, I guess the like rubbery part is hard enough to really hurt if you don't see it coming. The fact that them hitting it sounds like a gunshot mm -hmm. lets you know that that thing's cruising. Yeah, yeah. Because the way he hit it, he didn't even hit it like from across and it hit her. He just hit it behind him. Yeah. So that's got to be like a quarter speed. Yeah, and it's still about <laughs> and it's still like rocked her. It's still about to And her so out. <laughs> if you if you are hitting it as hard as you can, yeah, across the net, and it just <laughs> pops somebody in the face, <laughs> that must be the end of their day. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't winning anything after that. <laughs> also, love this like remember the Titans type scenario. Yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> where she's like hi. You can get some too. Yeah. That's amazing. Remember, girls, you go out there, you look at those white kids across from you, and you fucking bean them, all right? <laughs> you fucking you nail those honkies, all right? Just get them. And you know, you know they turn color easy, so I want to see the red. <laughs> I want to be able to count welts at the end of this. I want to see those red spots. If after the match they ain't lipping, you'll be running. All right. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Johnson Show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. Um, if you were looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, at Josh Johnson on Twitter, and Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok and YouTube, where we are going to be posting clips of the show. And if you're looking for Logan, you can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. Uh, and if you want to get into the mailbag, like be hit there. Go ahead and email us joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. Or if you want some bonus stuff, you want if, if once a week just isn't enough for you to hear from us, you should consider joining our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash joshjohnsonshow. We have bonus podcasts of totally different shows with different structures. We have special video stuff we're putting up. We also have uh, access to live shows, and you can also get a full replay of the live show in case you missed it at certain tiers. So a bunch of different stuff at a bunch of different price levels and we give you good shit at each one go come get some <laughs> i'm gonna leave now <laughs> <Get my laughs> bye josh Ugh.